Welcome to the Living in Lithuania podcast. Join me, Alistair, in conversation with internationals who have found themselves living here in Lithuania. So hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Maybe just to begin you can introduce yourselves, let us know where you're from, and then we'll move on to other questions. <laughs> Hello, so I am Lucia and I'm from here from Lithuania. We came here with my husband a few years ago. Well, now, not so few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, it has been almost five years ago. Wow, okay. What do you do? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> well, so I'm an artist, uh, first of all, probably. Mm-hmm. And I also work with culture. And we... We have this organization in here in Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's like a mini culture center. Yeah. Creative we'll, space. We'll talk about that in yeah. more detail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for now, let's say I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm Roberto. So we are together and I am from Mexico. And what else? I, I also don't know exactly what do I do. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Um, a technologist, I like to say, mm, an okay. engineer, an artist also, sound artist, all, all the types of art. And yeah, so that's me. I I do whatever comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And one of those is this Ideas Block project. Mm-hmm. That's it. Awesome. Now, now we are here looking to see what's next after all this quarantine week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so how did you guys meet? Uh, so we were both studying in Edinburgh, mm. in the UK. And this is where we met. So I was studying uh, textile design and Roberto was studying acoustics and music technology. Mm-hmm. Is that right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we met there and... From then, you know, we're traveling everywhere together. Nice. I think that maybe I should introduce myself as an acoustician. <laughs> maybe yeah. you should. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't think so, no. That would be incorrect. Acoustician <laughs> artist. Yes, no, no, no. <laughs> slash, slash, slash. Slash, like slash, slash, slash. All the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult, I think, for, like, multi-passionate people to introduce themselves and tell people what they do, because it's like, oh, I do this, and I do that, and... I have the same problem because I, I do all of these creative projects and then I'm like, I don't really know. Did you live anywhere else before, like moving to Lithuania or is it Edinburgh and then you right away decided to, to come here? So, no, we were living in Edinburgh and then we lived <clears throat> from Edinburgh. We went to live to uh, Amsterdam Oh, okay. for a bit. Lucia got an internship there. Yeah, I left after um, I left Edinburgh um, for an internship in Amsterdam for like five months, and Roberto came a bit later, uh, like because he he could stay in in Europe, you know, like in Schengen only for like three months. So oh, okay. so I stayed there for a few months, and then later he joined me. Yeah, so that I could stay the, the three months. So I came in the last three months of her stay, which was like. Because you stayed there for like five months, six mm. months, yeah, five. five months. So two months you were there. Only. <clears throat> then I came, and then I was working in Rotterdam with an, in another internship while she was working in Amsterdam. Oh, cool! That and then, then my time in Schengen finished, and then we had to 
do something and we went back to uh, UK. But we landed in Liverpool, no? Yes. This wow. time. <laughs> because uh, from that work in Rotterdam that I had, the artist that I was working with, he was like, also, I see that you don't have what to do or where to go. Maybe you can mm. come with me to Liverpool and help Great. me out with the, this work I have to do. And then you will have accommodation for a week. And then during that week, you figure something out. Mm. <laughs> so wow. we had a week to figure things out in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from Liverpool, we went to, we stayed there for a year. And then we, and then I got a job in Mexico, in Tijuana. Mm. And we stayed there for two and a half years. And then we came to Europe. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, quite a journey. <laughs> everywhere, yeah. moving not so, around. Not so many places. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, and so how did you decide to move here then? Was it like a deal that a bit in Mexico? And then... <laughs> yeah. No, we were actually like, even like going to Mexico was pretty like unexpected. You know, we were in Liverpool. Our like, the first year was like going to an end in there. So we were just like crazy, you know, looking for jobs and like somewhere because in Liverpool somehow we you know we didn't find like so many things to do mm-hmm. and we were thinking maybe we could stay longer in the UK but for that you know uh, he needed to extend his visa so we were just checking for opportunities basically everywhere not only in there mm-hmm. and then he was like oh so you know I was offered a job in Tijuana you know the worst place in Mexico you want to go there? <laughs> And I was like, well, I've never been to Mexico and like going straight to Tijuana. Well, <laughs> sounds like fun. Yeah, let's do it. So we did that. Okay. Okay. And how did you enjoy that? Living there? It was an interesting experience. Like, I mean, of course, good and bad, you know, both, of course, uh, very different culture. Mm. <clears throat> so I guess in the beginning it was like kind of scary because, you know, I didn't know the language. <clears throat> and... In general, like, you know, everything works kind of different than what you're used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think overall it was a very good experience. And, you know, we got to live by the ocean. Nice place. <laughs> well, she, doesn't, she didn't know the language, but she was studying a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. that. So she, I was learning on my own, yeah. Yes, yes. She studied a lot and she learned quite a bit. Oh, yeah. When you're living in the country, you speak the language, I guess it's easier to then learn it as you yeah, go along yeah, yeah. so now you're fluent well i would say i'm <laughs> forgetting already everything <laughs> you know we don't really speak in spanish ourselves so, mm, okay. so you know, i'm just like uh forgetting i'm forgetting <laughs> mm, but yeah i can still you know understand and speak a little bit mm-hmm. but uh, i was never Okay. <laughs> I would say, you know, we were living at the border with the US, so mm, okay. basically almost everyone speaks English in there, mm. and for a lot of people it's like a first language, I would say, so, so you know, it's harder for to learn. For the Americans, you say? No, I mean for <laughs> Mexicans, like a lot of Mexicans work in the US, you know, and the, for them it's like no difference to speak in Spanish or, mm-hmm. or in English. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the question was the, how did we came here? Yeah, how did how you did decide? Yeah, uh-huh, how did yes. you decide to come? So how? Yeah. What is your version? What is my version? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we were there, you know, Roberto was working uh, as a custician, as you would say. Mm, uh, yes, actually, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and then also, like, 
trying to create music on the side or having some sort of creative projects. And I was working on like uh, art and handmade uh, things. Mm. And so we kind of wanted to to have a place for ourselves, like to create things and maybe more focus on on arts. Because mm-hmm. then I guess Roberto was having too much of this office office job. Yeah. And so we wanted to change something. And so the idea was to, well, we started kind of generating this idea of a creative space, you know, having a like studios and then a cafe and a gallery, mm-hmm. kind of putting everything together. And we were thinking, where where could we do that? So, you know, we had like many ideas, like whether it would be like some place in Mexico mm-hmm. or somewhere in Europe. So, <clears throat> yeah, we were considering going to Berlin or... Mm-hmm. Because there's like a lot of creative things going on there. Mm-hmm. But then in the end we thought that, well, maybe, you know, in Lithuania would be like an easier start because we already like know some people. We can mm-hmm. just come, you know, and stay here. And so we decided to try here. Actually, Roberto suggested to come to Lithuania. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yes, 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 yes. No, I thought I thought it was like a good deal because, I mean, it's a, a very cultural city. And then, of course, Lucia has all this. All these uh, kind of um, advantages in here, so we could have a head start, and 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 also, I mean, in in fact, we didn't have so much money to invest or anything in to start somewhere else. Like in Germany, you really need to, or like in Berlin specifically, you need to have probably a big project and big budget, or like the overall bigger than we really were. So. I think it was like the more realistic solution. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you decided to come here and then you moved. And what was that like, the process <laughs> to, to move to here? So we just uh, arrived here. What? We gave away all of our stuff. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, made like a, we made like a bazaar day in our flat, remember that? We, we were selling a few things and giving away some other things. We also didn't have so many things. This is no. we were like always moving, so you know we mm-hmm. were just like one luggage and one backpack. Yeah, <laughs> but then you of course you accumulate some things. Yeah. over time. The table we gave the table. We sold the surfboards. We we sold the <laughs> drill. We sold the car. <laughs> and what else? We and gave away like everything books else. and things like yeah. that. Books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't have so many books in Lithuania. We? <clears throat> we already got rid of them in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> But we did take some yeah. books to... No. We left some books in your parents' house. Where, where so are... we still have some books. <laughs> and where are the books from uh, Liverpool? We With gave Nigle. them away. No. How could... because no, no, we no, had... no, we gave them away. Because we have these, like, really nice books, like... Art books, yeah, yeah. Yes, we have art books, and then we have all these, like, books that I ordered. We left with our friends. God damn it. The artists. Like the door. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> but whatever the, the mystery of the lost the books, books. <laughs> yeah I guess there's lots of books lost on the way <laughs> you see the, the cat always announces herself she yeah. comes back and she's like I'm, I'm here, here. <laughs> back present <laughs> because we had this um, story of art of no oh the history of art oh mm-hmm. you're missing this book or what but I mean, but it was like a very big acquisition, no? And then we had a bunch of books, so we left them to Dan, I think, you say? Yes, I think so. I don't no, remember that. It doesn't matter. Because, because the other day I was, I was, think, yeah, I was yeah. looking at my Amazon purchases from those years. 
because I wanted to see the size of shoes that I bought <laughs> to buy again. And then I saw that I was buying a few books, books in yes. a year, and I was like, okay. Well, yeah. in Liverpool, yes, somehow. <laughs> then we gave them all away. Well. I don't read that much anymore. Like, I don't read anything. Really. <laughs> so, yeah. So how was that for you, coming here? Wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, I mean, of course, I was coming back to to my own place, but, but after many years, so I didn't live here for like eight years, maybe. Mm, okay. So it was like a lot of things had changed, you know, and of course the not the, all the contacts that you had before kind of they're here, but not here actually mm-hmm. because there, you know like so much time has passed. Yeah. So it was kind of like also like a fresh start for me as well. Mm-hmm. For me, it was exciting. It was a new place, so everything is always new. It's exciting, so I was enthusiastic, and I was thinking, oh, that this is like a very cool thing to do to go to some. Some uh, remote place and mm-hmm. then try to do something there with this like different culture and or I, I kind of um maybe have like this maybe more romanticized idea of, of Lithuania and this like <laughs> in the north corner of Europe or something like this <laughs> distant land <laughs> far mm-hmm. away yes yes some some very far away land but it was like overall exciting so I like and uh, so the change is good and. Uh, I'm still feeling positive about the decision. I think it's a nice place. I like the city. It's very, really, very mellow. It's like very relaxed. Mm-hmm. I mean, people maybe are not so relaxed, but uh, but um, <laughs> but I mean, but the environment is like very calm. So yeah. it's like a lot of peace. Mm-hmm. Recently, this guy was uh, leaving this Chinese artist, mm-hmm. um, Lian, and he gave us a painting. Oh, is this some? Nice. Uh, he was studying a master's here in the Art Academy, so he had an exhibition in Ideas Block. Oh, so now cool. he kind of like, before leaving, he gave us some stuff away. And before oh, he left, uh, I, I asked him, so how did you like living in here? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, it's nice, peaceful place. <laughs> and I can understand what he means because we probably come from a big place. Yeah. And then even though it might be calm, but it's like a lot of people and maybe you feel the difference. Mm-hmm. Living here feels like a nice mm-hmm. size. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking like we're basically in the city center now, and there's no noise. It's so calm. It's like all of these places where you can just kind of go and get away from all of the yeah, yeah. noise and, and people. Well, I guess in general in Europe it's like super quiet. I felt that difference. You know, when we landed from Mexico, mm. we landed in Brussels, and we were like extremely tired after like, you know, so many hours of traveling. Mm-hmm. And we just went to the park. We sat down and we fell asleep because it was like, for me, it was like completely like I fell quiet. asleep. Didn't feel asleep. No, we both fell asleep. You also? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, with all our stuff. Like, oh. <laughs> like, we felt super relaxed, you know, like you're not worried that someone is going to steal something really. I mean, Brussels, of course, this can happen. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you know, we, we did feel like super like, safe and relaxed and you know it's like mm-hmm. so quiet mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah. but the, the, the main difference was that it was quiet we we landed and i thought something <laughs> so why why it was like saturday we arrived on a saturday mm-hmm. remember i was thinking saturday should be like a busy day with people in the street and mm-hmm. there was people in the street but they were not shouting mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was like really quiet, and I thought maybe. Also, maybe I don't. 
I don't know, but it was also like a few weeks after this um, attack on the airport. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. It was like five years ago mm-hmm. yeah. in the airport of Brussels. Oh, it was a weird uh, feeling arriving there because it was like full of army with army checkpoint mm-hmm. and everything. And we were like, whoa, whoa. This we like, this feels strange. In, to the <laughs> same airport. Yeah, yeah. In the same airport. And I remember saying like, oh, it's okay. I don't think they will bomb it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lightning doesn't strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I know the feeling. I was in the, in, in Paris for like COP21. Was, and it was just after the, the shootings in Paris as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like strange feeling with like police armed, you know, walking around the cities mm-hmm. and you weren't allowed to protest legally. And we we were there to protest, basically. So it was an interesting time. But yeah. Okay. Those shootings in Paris were crazy. Also. Mm. When was that? 2015. We were here. No, we were in. We were in Tijuana. We were in Tijuana. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that that. Uh, during that period, there was like quite a few shootings yeah. everywhere, and we mm-hmm. were just hearing that, you know, while being in Mexico, mm-hmm. like what's happening in Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it would time to be in Mexico. Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> safe. <laughs> and we arrived like a what a year after. And a few, and and not so long after we left Tijuana, there was a migrant crisis. Not the recent one, but there was because there was like a tsunami that that uh, no, a hurricane or both. I don't know that. Blasted through uh, Haiti, mm-hmm. and lots of Haitians go went to Mexico to try to go to the US, mm. and they got stuck in Tijuana in the border. Soon mm. after we left, and there was this crisis, and, mm-hmm. and there was like lots of foreigners from the Caribbean. And there was like a lot of like people living in the street or whatever, and there was like a big conflict. And now again. Yeah, yeah, now as you see pictures in Tijuana, there's like, you know, all these people living in tents and mm-hmm. just like that in the city, in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, the, the border is yeah, such a such a big issue. Yeah, I think a lot of countries, it's like the border is always the, yes, yes, <laughs> the sketchy yes. area. Yes, yes, things yes, are yes. going down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, so you guys came here and you had this idea to open up your <clears> own <throat> space. Did you start doing that right away? And what what was it like coming as artists? Like, did you feel that it was easy to kind of come into the artist community here? Was it like you had to seek out the groups? Like, what was that like? Actually, we spent like maybe half a year looking for a property where we mm-hmm. could uh, open this place. And meanwhile, we were just like going to all, you know, events and mm-hmm. exploring places. But yeah, we didn't really know... So many artists. Well, I had some friends, you know, because I, I, I was in art school. Okay. And then I started studying here in the academy, but then I left after my first year. Mm-hmm. So I did know some people, which probably made things a little bit easier. But but still, I, well, we in general, I think, felt that uh, it was hard to get into these small groups of artists, you know, like you have to know someone, to mm-hmm. know about someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like that. One by one. Yeah. But we also did get in touch with some people. I mean, we were visiting all these events and concerts, exhibitions or whatever. And we spoke to some people along the way. And to this day, though, that people are the people that we that helped us and from which we started connecting to others and then some people know someone else and then we started connecting to others. Like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was 
like a normal process, I would say. I mean, of course, there is this, as always, everywhere there are these kind of closed circles of locals, but uh, that's, that's everywhere. But we found our way. Some, we still, I don't think that we still found uh, uh, our way very well, I feel like, at all. We, we met so many people and I feel like we are still kind of like in the periphery. Mm-hmm. Yes, still so many to meet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there's so many things going on, and I think with, like the art scene, it's very like you said, kind of fragmented, like small things, and really to know everyone, it's quite difficult. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, I guess with having your own space and inviting people, it becomes kind of easier because you have something to sort of offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that way. So. Yeah, that that became like for a um, means for us to you know get to know new people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah because you're permanently permanently visible and available mm-hmm. and so yeah we met we met people mostly because of that mm-hmm. people yeah. would come and then people would speak or whatever and mm-hmm. we would meet oh yeah yeah I think that's the best way to meet people is to organize <laughs> something because then you really get uh, sort of in touch with them and then you, you create something together and that's like a much stronger connection meeting regularly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely yes mm-hmm. actually yes most of the people that we know now is from that from doing things together not from not from socializing. before yeah I mean from before as well but uh, but I think the the strongest connections you know they appeared there through the activities especially mm-hmm. like when working on some projects together with with some people mm-hmm so tell me about the activities now. <laughs> it's a good time to share, like, what, what was it about an ideas block? What uh, did you organize? What kind of things happened? So we kind of ha- had this place that was open to all sorts of uh, creative projects, you could say. So we had uh, exhibitions, events. We also organized artist residencies. Not so much, but not a few. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had some concerts, uh, talks all sorts of like presentations, film screenings and things like that. Basically, I think it was a lot of ideas coming just from people, you know. So someone would come to our place and they would be like, oh, I would like to organize this and that. Mm. And okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's a bit abstract to describe the place. I mean, it was always difficult to describe what yes. we were doing. <laughs> so we were doing like everything that came to mind. Yeah. And for the mother's mind, what were other people's minds? So. Mostly around arts and culture. Yeah. Yes, of course, arts and culture. <laughs> so it was like a, we were trying to have like this open, very uh, welcoming space where people would come with ideas and then we would do things. Mm-hmm. And so people would come with music or with talks or with workshops or whatever. And so, yeah, I think the main kind of idea was to be like this open, mm-hmm. the openness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what you did is you created a platform, basically, so mm-hmm. people could then come with their own ideas and make their ideas a reality. So mm-hmm, you provided yeah. the opportunity for then people to come together, which which is great, and because you were so open, that invited all sorts of people from different types of, <laughs> um, yeah, from, from arts. So, yeah, it was great. And so you recently kind of closed it down, I guess, because of the quarantine or were there other reasons? Yeah, so I guess uh, in general, probably 2020 was like a 
complicated year, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with the first quarantine. Yeah. Um, at that time, yeah, so we got like, uh, I guess we didn't pay too much rent in that first quarantine, you know, so mm. kind of like it was nice holidays. <laughs> but then, you know, summer was kind of quiet as well yeah. because there was like almost no tourists. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, what we could also mention that, you know, we were a cafe and a shop as well. So yeah. we would get, especially in summertime, we would get a lot of tourists because it was stationary. So. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of quiet and, you know, re- restrictions in the events and all of these things. So it was kind of like a complicated year. And then, you know, the second quarantine mm-hmm. and we were thinking like, well, this is going to last probably not a month. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be probably for the whole winter, we thought. Mm-hmm. And and we had an idea that, you know, we want a bigger place, maybe. We mm-hmm. were thinking about that for a while to change something, you know, so we thought it's going to be a good time to do that because, you know, the one to just be sitting there, you know, paying the rent and yeah. not knowing what to do with, yeah. <laughs> with the place. So we thought, you know, time to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so quarantine is like the main reason. I mean, it's probably, like, it's probably not the only reason. I mean, we were looking to change into this bigger place or something that we still don't find. But uh, we were feeling that there was like a transition that we wanted to, because we had been here for years mm-hmm. and somehow we needed this kind of like maybe evolution, mm-hmm. maybe it's drastic or I don't know. Also, if, for example, we had done a, a different or maybe better um, business model where we would have uh, uh, had actual, actual profit mm-hmm. from what we were doing, maybe we could have protected ourselves against these kind of things that happen like the quarantine so to have some some savings or, or something to, to survive mm-hmm. but we didn't really because we were just like mm. artists yes as always <laughs> like this yeah. hippie artists that don't, don't, don't value money anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes so you close it down and, and now you were thinking of a bit still a bigger place or what's the plan well, we're still pretty unsure, mm-hmm. um, but uh, because of the first quarantine, probably, that we got funding to do this online platform, mm-hmm. so we kind of like, you know, started a new activity. We were we were thinking about this for a few years, but now it kind of good time came, you know, when, yeah. when they, there was support for digital mm-hmm. uh, things, so we started artists. Mm-hmm. So artists is a, uh, I guess the idea is similar, you know, like to connect uh, creative people and organizations as well, cultural organizations, and in general like public, you know, that is interested in mm-hmm. in arts and culture. So for everyone, basically, to find each other easier. Yeah. So. We created another. So we created another platform. We basically moved to a digital yeah. world. <laughs> yes. Yeah, getting with the times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so we started that uh, in autumn, basically. So we were working on that through this second quarantine as well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're, like, checking, you know, where are the opportunities with the properties. But now, like, it's a strange time still, mm-hmm. you know. Like, we still don't know what to expect. Yeah. And, and and the places now are, like, uh, 
quite expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. rents, you know, they're like, you think like, oh, they're going to go down now maybe or not because everyone is talking about this. There's yeah. a lot of now properties, you know, that are like uh, not rented mm-hmm. because people are leaving, but uh, the prices are just like going up and up and up. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You I don't think, know. It's, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's very strange. I think now because there's still a lot of you know, like subsidies and things, so people probably, while it's that time, it's not, it doesn't make sense to lower the prices because they can still earn enough I guess. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. but so when those stop maybe that'll <laughs> that'll be the good time yeah i feel like everyone is waiting for this like downtime for to rent but yeah. people are like refusing to li- really lower the rent mm-hmm. because they expect this to end soon yeah. or something like this well at some point i guess they will have to <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean if, if people can't pay the such high prices yeah. especially because now there's like so many vacated places mm-hmm. and yeah yeah so then there's like now more offer no yeah but there's more demand. demand, probably. I don't know. It's, but it's the same. No I mean, one knows. Because I guess for for some type of businesses, it doesn't make sense now to rent mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, everyone is waiting for something. So we're kind of probably the same. We're just like waiting, looking around what is there. And and let's see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But I, I, I like this uh, new project that you started and also... Kind of what we were talking about, about the whole fragmentation, and then you're helping to kind of reduce that. And coming from an outside kind of perspective, it's easier to see that that's what's needed. Because maybe, like other places lived, maybe it was more like a, like it was easier to find people. I'm not sure what your experience was, but... So that was kind of like the motivation for this platform, because mm-hmm. from the beginning we were, I mean, newcomers, and mm-hmm. we we struggled somehow to find new faces and new artists and new uh, content or whatnot and so um but because also we were having anyway so much contact with artists who, so so the idea kind of came by itself i mm-hmm. mean we we started generating this idea we were actually it was very funny because we were talking about that and then people came then like alex came remember and he said you should do this because mm-hmm. you you are like now like this uh, hub for artists. Mm-hmm. You could do this type of catalog. And I was thinking, it's funny that you say because we are thinking about this yeah. already. So it's kind of like an idea that, that comes comes uh, together by itself. And so then uh, um, we also, because we struggle to find new people, then we figured that it would, it would be interesting to have a tool Mm-hmm. to to find people from other places or if you go to a new place to find people mm-hmm. and not only in one way for artists to find places but also places to find artists mm-hmm. and, and organizations etc et so everyone to find each other and then do whatever they want to do but uh, but to be visible in some way mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah yeah so also the other thing like not only like when you're living in a place to find you know other artists but also yeah it's like a, as Roberto was saying like you know when you're like traveling to another place so i think also we were noticing that that it's also hard to find people in other places i mean maybe there's places like berlin or something where it's easier mm-hmm. because just because probably of the amount of artists that are yeah. there and the events <laughs> you'll find one percent but that one percent is huge so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even though lucia was making this this really nice uh, effort um that uh, you don't do this because we're not traveling anymore so much Mm -hmm. but when we traveled more she put together some maps of places where uh, and she uh, pointed or marked 
uh, spaces or studios or whatever artists and, and then there's like this map with these um, markers mm-hmm. uh, and then but but I don't remember how you found all this information just yeah, like because from, I would do a lot of research <laughs> like from forums yeah. or like whatever wow. pages yeah. and so the information is all scattered mm-hmm. and so we went for example to Berlin it's full of artists it's full of things but anyway it was there was like not one um kind of like obvious way mm-hmm. how to find all of this information no it was all like yeah you have to like you know find it from there and from there you know from different sources it's kind of like uh, not so easy mm-hmm. uh, yeah so I guess I started doing this when we were in Mexico yeah so we would travel like you know to California and then so I would do some research okay so if we're going to Los Angeles what do we want to visit you know mm-hmm. and I would just like look through things, mark everything on the map, so then once we are there, you know, we can, like, see, okay, we yeah. want to go here. And so I started doing that there. It was mostly and places and organizations, yeah. not so much artists. Yeah, it was more like... Place. Of course, because it's not as easy to find out. Yeah, what place. you mm-hmm. can actually visit when you're just, like, there mm-hmm. for a day or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all sorts of, like, even, like, interesting cafes or, you know, mm-hmm. basically everything also where you could spend time. Yeah. So do that too yeah. <laughs> like yeah. traveling yeah, yeah, yeah like especially because i'm very interested in like social entrepreneurship and and i love meeting people who are doing these kind of things so i always look for social local local social enterprises mm-hmm. and usually they're kind of cafes or community yeah. centers or something so it's really cool to visit them see what they're doing um, also to support like an organization that you know you you like <laughs> by just eating there or, or doing whatever so yeah, I do that too. I have like my maps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so this is again like a great project to do that. And it seems like you were already doing it before, and this is just the next stage mm-hmm. now yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually build it and then help other people, not just yourself, to, to know what, what to do and where to find. Yeah, yeah. Especially that layer, like you say, about like you when you go to a place and then there's this layer of places of people or organizations that are not really visible at the top. Mm-hmm. So, a simple Google search doesn't really throw that yeah. on you so then I mean there's like the underground, underground spot or whatever and it's like it's a bit harder to find and mm-hmm. it's still online and everything but it's like not so really kind yeah. of like on your face and so this is and, and these are the type of places that I mean at least we are very interested mm-hmm. yeah. so we want to go and see these kind of more edgy places or mm-hmm. like that are not so mainstream but there's probably some more interesting mm-hmm. content uh, younger content I don't know not the whatever established uh, yeah you don't want to see what everybody sees you know just the the touristic (laughs) attractions yeah because it doesn't doesn't really give you nothing new yeah I mean you go to the National Gallery and it's nice and everything but this but you don't get to know the culture yeah Yeah. the the pulse of what's happening Mm -hmm. with the with the youth it's like that is doing things now and out of their heart Mm -hmm. right yeah really the local energy and that's kind of <laughs> so yeah yeah for sure that's that's what i like to do as well when traveling so yeah so how does it uh, work now you're just mapping in lithuania the organization or is it uh wider so anyone can register okay so uh, it's from anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah but of course we started by inviting you know people that we know mm-hmm. so mostly like from lithuania and in the beginning also like it's more geared towards Lithuanians, mm-hmm. you know, so, like, uh, the communication is more in Lithuanian. Um, you mean Facebook communication? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Still, platform yeah. itself is in English, so it's, okay. like, you know... It's designed to be 
like mm-hmm. general, like universal. But uh, but now, I mean, because we are targeting first our first mm-hmm. sphere, is uh, so everything's uh, the Facebook posts are in Lithuanian, and, and some our first kind of targeted invitations are to in Lithuanian organizations or like I don't know galleries, spaces, work. Mm-hmm. And how is it people. going? How many have registered now? No, many people. We have still like, uh, uh, registered. We have like, maybe, like around 200, but mm-hmm. people with pay, actual pages, 170. like 150, 50, 56. 56. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Not so many, but we are, we, we are actually also not pushing it all the way. I mean, we could do a, a, a larger push, but somehow... Um, I don't know, I like this more organic growth. I don't like to think into people's mm-hmm. faces because mm-hmm. uh, it's like a bit annoying. And so if it works, it will work. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, of course, uh, uh, promotion is like very important. But then, at least myself, I go into this kind of uh, um, dilemma, like this uh, uh, of, um, why, I mean, why do you want to push a certain idea? What is in your own, what is, in, what is your interest in this idea? No, When you push mm-hmm. it, you have like an economic interest. And of course, it's okay to have an economic interest, but we don't have such because this platform is, as of now, just free, nothing, you know? It's mm-hmm. just like a, it's like there uh, for people to use. And so and so, I feel like to push this, this uh, uh, I, I like the more the, this idea of creating something that is useful and if it's mm-hmm. really good, it will uh, uh, take a life of its own. Mm-hmm. The same as with the ideas block, I felt the same. So if it's good, it's going to live whether or not we push it. Mm-hmm. Of course, we stop pushing it and it's just like, you know. <laughs> no, people still need to find out. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but then also, there's also, it's also true that, that uh, to, to give life to something, this, this uh, communication and promotion is really important. Mm-hmm. And we really, did, we really didn't learn that until we had this ideas block of how important the communication is because... You give life to mm-hmm. the to the place, same as w- with your personal communication. The, when you communicate with others, you make yourself present to mm-hmm. others, and then you live in people's mind. Yeah. So then, if you push the idea, then the idea spreads. It's not just because you have some some egoistical mm-hmm. yeah. wish, but uh, I mean that's my yeah. No, this is I mean this is even better if you don't have that um, like yeah economic reason, right? You just it's it's the idea you want it to be better, and I think people can feel that. And then if they connect to it, then they share with others, and word of mouth it's, it should spread. Yeah, that's like the best uh, way for yes, yes. for it to spread. I guess it was the same with ideas, but it was nice when people were coming and they would be like, "Oh, someone told us about this place," you know, and it's like really good. Like you don't even need to say you know anything, and you know, and people find it somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's anything bad with having like. Having an economic uh, resource. No, no, of course. It's... I mean, you all need to have like an existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be sustainable mm-hmm. in yes, the yes. long run, of course. Exactly, it's, yes. It's important. Sustain, sustainable. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. And anyone listening, <laughs> join. <laughs> join. <laughs> or spread the word. Yes, yes, join. join. Artist.com. Double T. <laughs> we'll, we'll link everything <laughs> in, uh, in, in, the, in the post description. Don't worry. <laughs> So, um, apart from like all, all the work, how how have you been enjoying um, 
Lithuania, like coming back here. And I mean, you came back eight years later. How do you feel like it's changed since uh, before? I guess for me to come back was a bit of a cultural shock as well. Mm. You know, how you go to the other countries is, is, is the same, you know. You kind of, uh, I guess when you're outside, you kind of imagine things in one way, you know, and then you actually face the reality, you know, and it's like different than you thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, in the beginning, you have to adjust to things. Mm. But, of course, it, it was interesting to actually get to know my own, you know, place where mm-hmm. I grew up in, because I left it basically, you know, to study. So, so only spent years, you know, in school and all of that. So never had any like kind of more professional life experience in here, you know, as mm-hmm. a grown up. So it has been interesting mm. for me. Yeah. And I guess for Roberto, it was also, it's also more interesting even than for me. <laughs> yes, of course, it's like a new, a new city to to eat uh, <laughs> from scratch. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Lots of people and lots of things. And Somehow I feel strange that I feel so much at home mm. here, you know. I feel like, oh, I'm at home. Now I realize, I'm not. <laughs> really, I mean, I mean... Where is home? Yes. <laughs> home is where the heart is, is no? blah, 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 blah. But uh, sometimes I feel like I'm not from here. You know, I'm, I mean, like I remind myself, I'm not from here because I sometimes I feel very comfortable, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, people, if people look at me, I, I, I just feel comfortable. But then, I, then sometimes it happens, like I go somewhere and people start speaking to me in English straight away, and I'm like, oh, I'm actually foreigner, <laughs> <Why>? right? <Okay. laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Roberto was saying saying to me the other day, I. Why do they speak to me in English straight away? Like, what? <laughs> do I look like really no. very foreigner? And I was wearing a mask, you know, and everything. And then, oh, okay. And I was thinking, well, maybe maybe my skin is really different. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> People can... Yeah. Mm. Okay, and do you, do you try learning to speak Lithuanian? Or? Yes, yes, yes. He's quite good. Okay. I'm not... <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Roberto also works in music academy, so he oh. needs to speak with the teachers in Lithuanian very often. Okay, so with teachers in Lithuanian, with students in uh, yeah, with the uh, with the students in English, students are like more generous, mm. not more generous, but the younger. <laughs> but some teachers they don't speak English very well, so I have to mm. communicate. But in Lithuanian, mostly over email, but also sometimes they also call me, and and I find it to be. Like a compliment almost because they know, they know I don't speak fully Lithuanian, mm-hmm. and they anyway call me. Yeah, and so I'm thinking, why do you call me? Do you not know <laughs> that that the communication is like like this broken? Uh-huh. But they anyway call me because they probably think that it's okay that, yeah. that we, we get, communicate. Which so I think that's a compliment. So yeah, it's okay. they must they understand <laughs> what you say. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. So that. That's almost I need. Okay, so what what's it like to work as a teacher as well? Yeah. Good. It's a, for me. It's like a first time experience. So mm. so it's nice that it happened here, and and so it's a new uh, brand new opportunity for me to 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 explore new things and also to solidify my so the my the topics that I mm-hmm. that I'm interested in. So that's very nice. And what do you teach? Now I 
uh, have to, <laughs> two actually. Um, uh, two lectures. One is in just like IT something, and and another one that is like very nice is in called programming programming and synthesis. Mm. I was thinking in programming and synthesis. Of course, it's in English, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's very nice. So it's because it's like the type of things that I studied that, that I have been like doing and so for so, so long and very interested in. So sometimes I feel like it's um, it's easy for me to just speak a lot, you know. I'm like in the topics that I like. Mm -hmm. I'm just uh, going on, and on, like, mm -hmm. on and on and on and on, <laughs> and I feel like oh, shit, I'm speaking so much. <laughs> Yeah, but I think when people are passionate and you speak, then people can feel it, and then they get also excited yeah, about it. I don't know. I don't know if they get excited or confused. Or scared. What is this guy talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice. It's nice. I like it, and so it's like a new experience, and I like to share. So it's mm. so it's nice. Do you feel like also learning quite a bit while teaching? Yes, definitely. And not only about the topics themselves, but also about. Myself and mm. about communication and about others and so and so also from the students sometimes like there's some assignment or whatever and and so they come up with solutions that I'm thinking oh wow this is nice way of thinking about things that I this is it's not what we were talking about during the lecture but this is this is better even because mm. it's like create mm -hmm. so but yeah it's nice nice mm -hmm. experience it's challenging mm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yes but it's nice uh, that's great yeah having that also perspective from the students and then being able to yes, take yes. that and see from a different angle I guess mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it reminds me when I was studying and I and I and I saw the teacher telling us stuff And now I'm like in the other side and it makes me kind of understand uh, or be more empathetic. Mm -hmm. Because before I was not so probably so empathetic <laughs> to, the, to the guy on the other side. Mm -hmm. And how do you find the students? Are they quite like proactive here? Or? Here in Lithuania in general? I think I think so. I think, uh, I, think uh, I mean, in general, I think the level of education in Lithuania is very good. Uh, and people are very prepared, and people are very smart, or at least maybe that's where, where, where we are, or this bubbles where we are. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people are like really, our education is really very, uh, uh, maybe, I don't know if strict, but some areas is strict, but may, uh, maybe where, I, where we are, at least I'm not so strict. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, people are very technically oriented. I feel like people are very technical. Mm -hmm. And then you don't find that, for example, in Mexico, people are like very creative, maybe, mm -hmm. but not so maybe not necessarily so so technical. Because in here, like from engineering or people that we have met in like physics or engineering or whatever, very very high level of knowledge mm -hmm. and, and technique, and I find it to be very special from here. So, I and then probably Lucia has something to say about it because in education, at least where she, if I understand where she was. There's this emphasis in technical accomplishment of uh, of the skill, no? of drawing, whether it's drawing or engineering or, or music or musicianship. Musicians in here are also very technically mm -hmm. uh, proficient. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, 
even in art, like visual art, is so technical. Like mm-hmm. we learn so much academic drawing, and like you have to be like you know represent the reality how it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And whereas it's not so much about uh, you know what you're bringing new to mm-hmm. it, but more like you just have to like be very specific and technical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it different in in the UK in education that was kind of like very free and mm-hmm. it's more about you know your idea and what you want to do with it mm-hmm. rather than like no one really cares about your academic skills so mm-hmm. much it's like probably like you know the least important thing or one of the least important things if you have like good ideas then that's it that's all it, all that matters yeah okay <clears throat> yeah i guess it's important to have a balance of, of both yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so i found that probably in the uk was like the opposite like there was no nothing of academic drawing like whatsoever mm-hmm. none of that and i was like oh wow like how is that you know <laughs> like in the first first year that i was studying here in the academy it was like so much of that i mean still like maybe less than you know in school mm-hmm. when i was like preparing for yeah. all of this but still like it's 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 kind of like uh, you get all of these uh, subjects. You have to study like all of these subjects, you know, not only like your own field maybe, but also mm-hmm. you, know, you have to know how to draw, how to paint and how, like how mm-hmm. to do everything basically in a highly technical like, mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And do, you, do you like that better to have this broader or, or for you? Like, is it better to just focus on an area? Mm, I think... Uh, even in the UK, was like focused in an area, you could say, mm-hmm. but it was very open. Like mm-hmm. it was also including like many other subjects. Like and there was a lot of collaboration in between disciplines and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's more like working in the team, you know, or like developing some sort of projects. Also, that could be you know taken out into the public. So it mm-hmm. was like a lot of interaction in between students, mm-hmm. public, and you know like internships and things like. Like it was kind of very active in many different areas as well mm-hmm. but uh, less focused on your um like technical skills i would mm-hmm. say maybe more focused on how can you present yourself to the world yeah. more like oh i like that it's, yeah i like the collaboration between people and then mm-hmm. everybody has their part to play in connecting i think we're kind of missing that here still mm-hmm. but you're bringing it with your <laughs> project so <laughs> That's uh, that's cool. I, I feel like your yeah your experience really shaped you, and now you are kind of giving back all the things you've learned through the way you've been in this area and mm-hmm. like art. Yeah, yeah. I think that that really I really enjoyed the studies in Edinburgh. For me, it was something like completely new. I was like, you know, when I went there, I didn't know what to expect, and I was like so amazed. I was mm-hmm. like, oh wow, this is like completely different approach and of course in the beginning it was even like difficult for me to like understand it like what mm-hmm. do they want from me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because yeah. <laughs> you see how for everyone it's kind of normal you know yeah. that's that comes from from there and mm-hmm. for them it's just like yeah so you just do a project like this and a project like that you yeah. know and, and i'm just like <laughs> what do i do here you know but then of course you know after like the first year you kind of get mm-hmm. into it and then it's really yeah you really enjoy it cool yeah like a kind of freeing yourself mm-hmm. i feel like in Lithuania it's still a bit too much, too much. they people tell you what to do and then you mm-hmm. only as you get older only get this like freedom to do what it is that actually comes to you mm-hmm. and uh, i guess maybe there they do it a bit earlier on give that freedom and 
especially in 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 the UK because they already choose kind of their specializations in school more mm-hmm. freely I think than we do. But so it was nice to experience like both. Mm-hmm. I think to have the chance to compare because I was thinking you know to go to study somewhere abroad. You know when I was already in school I was thinking oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna study somewhere you know like maybe in the uk that mm-hmm. was like the first you know idea yeah. uh but uh but then i thought well maybe i should try also here you know like because you know i i already like have some sort of idea that maybe i don't want to study here but maybe i should try so mm. so i decided that it was good to try yeah i mean even though maybe at that time i was like not enjoying it so much and i kind of wanted to run away mm-hmm. <laughs> to experience something different but uh but now that I look into it, you know, look back and I think that it was like also a, you know, good experience, useful anyway. Yeah. And then you had something that the other people, you know, who you were studying in, in, in the UK, they didn't have that. So it also gives you an edge <laughs> in mm. a way. Yeah. And you have something to compare it with. Yeah, exactly. Also. That too. And just a, a more <clears throat> rounded experience. Now it's, it's, it's great. Um, I really... Uh, think all the things you guys are doing here are amazing and i hope that they grow <laughs> and uh more people get involved because it's the more people the, the easier it is to find to collaborate um it, it, the better i think in lithuania it's still sometimes tricky people are not used to really collaborating so much so it's, uh, it's a lot of like feeling i don't know in the area that i i, I work in at least i see it's a lot of like um, you got to do everything yourself and you have to, you know, and then get overworked and burnt out. <laughs> but it's so much better to collaborate and find people and find the interlinking um, things like what you learned while studying in Edinburgh. But that's also because people are uh, pretty self-sufficient mm. in here, which is also mm-hmm. a good treat. You know? <clears throat> I mean, people always know how to do things by themselves, which is also very good. So I guess it's like also maybe a balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Being self-sufficient, yeah. but also... Knowing that we it's better to also be interdependent, mm-hmm. yeah, to make make nicer things together. Yeah, you can make you can just make bigger things, bigger and better. You can do great work by yourself, but to grow, to expand. I would say the same about doing bigger things, but then Lucia would tell me that that's like a, my American thinking of like you only want bigger, <laughs> bigger, better, bigger, bigger, bigger. Yeah, more and bigger, more and bigger. Yeah, I guess I also also still have this uh, Lithuanian attitude, you know, mm-hmm. where I want to do things m- myself, you know, yeah. yeah, like be self self sufficient kind of. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, oh, but maybe I shouldn't, you know, like be like, oh, this is me, I'm doing this, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like, yeah. yeah, to let other people in. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that that too as well. Sometimes it's just like, gotta do everything, you gotta do everything. I'm like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. And then you just relax and you let people in and you see that, oh, it's actually much easier because, of course, you you can't be good at everything. So then you just do really the things you're good at and then you involve people from the different areas and it just becomes more enjoyable because you're not spending all of your time on something. You can share the, the workload and make use of, um, yeah, just the, the things people are good at, their strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that was also what's ha- what was happening in Ideas Block for us as well. No, we were also also always trying. You know, like of course you, it was only two of us, so we were trying to do everything ourselves. But then when you're getting people coming, you know, from outside with their events, their ideas, and everything, then it's kind of like you're just like, oh, like I didn't really have to do this, and this ha- 
happened, you know, just mm-hmm. just like that. And it was happening more and more. Yeah, and it's yeah. Increasingly, because in the beginning we were kind of more pushing. Yes. Or like, like ourselves organizing things. Doing you know, things. Like, oh, let's do this. Ourselves. Let's do that. You know. Because we had to kind of make things happen, and mm-hmm. eventually we, I felt like we were doing less and less, and people were like doing mm-hmm. more and more. And that was very nice because we, they, the events were like less stressful or whatever. We we had to, mm-hmm. we had to just. Kind of be there and like do like they call less light touch, mm-hmm. and so people will self organize and bring and do. And we were just like, they would just ask, "Where is the switch out?" It's <laughs> job done. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, I guess in the beginning, of course, you have to like make it go, um, just to start, kick start mm-hmm. <laughs> it all. But then once it's rolling, it's like a snowball effect. You know, it can become bigger, mm-hmm. and being open and letting people actually take over and not try to control everything yes it's it's important at a certain stage yeah (laughs) yes yes collaboration Mm. but then you also come to this point where it's then there's the the challenge of how to uh, coordinate all of the Mm. everyone's efforts because uh, there has to be some sort of like uh, uniform Mm -hmm. uh, work Mm -hmm. No, to to yeah, like a system kind of. Yes, yes, yes. So everyone kind of work nicely uh, assembled together. Always scales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you live and learn <laughs> yes, <laughs> to yes. do that. Cool. Okay, I think I'm gonna ask my final question. This is a question I ask everyone at the end. <laughs> it's to describe uh, living in Lithuania in three words. Nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> I still need a lot. Uh, it's peaceful. It's cold. And it's artistic. I thought about this. Quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, green. And... <laughs> Can we find a word? To describe our winters. Cold. <laughs> it's, not, it's not cold. It's not cold. It's something else. I would say, grey maybe. Dark. Dark. Yeah, dark. That's so probably a better word. Oh, that's a very really, that's so, a very really heavy so word quiet, to describe. Green and dark. Green <laughs> and dark. Yeah, you know, you there's like very really yin and yang. Yeah, you you get a very nice green, warm summer, at least nowadays. Mm-hmm. But then the winters are really long and uh, kind of. Heavy, even though they're not so heavy anymore. As Last they week used to was be. still snowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's something you know that it seems like I I still didn't get used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm from here, but but the winters still seem very long and dark. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's the difference, you know, between the our long and short days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, that's probably could be <laughs> how to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the long days are very nice. Sometimes they're overwhelmingly nice. It's like too nice because there's like so much day and you don't want to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, still so many things you can do yes, yes, yes. <laughs> during that time. And yeah, in winter, it's uh, gotta think of those indoor activities. <laughs> and it's the opposite, you just want to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. hibernation time yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for thank your you. time. Thank you. Okay. It's really nice. Thank you for listening. For more conversations like this one, subscribe to the podcast and let's connect on the Living in Lithuania Facebook page.
If you or someone you know would like to be on the podcast, feel free to get in touch. Until next time.